the uh, three kinds of people part. And uh, I think that was so. We were still uh, starting the fortieth uh, sloka. Right? Ah, Natadasti Pratavyam Vadivi Deveshu Vapunaha. So that's the one we are uh, doing. Um, so let's go back to the what I was explaining was Divi and Deva, right? So Divi in the Prithivyam, Divi. So why why sometimes it's two? Why sometimes it's three loka? Why why sometimes it is fourteen lokas? Right? That's what we were uh, looking at. So and then uh, then I was explaining about. Um, like how the trigonas themselves are uh, connected to that. So let me explain that part. So what? Okay, what are the fourteen lokas? Seven upper lokas. Seven upper. Upper lower, I know. <laughs> no, first what? First, first is Buloka. It's actually middle because for, even though it's first, it's middle. Antariksha Antariksha that is the Swarga Loka, Mahar Loka, Chano Loka, Tapo Loka, Satya Loka. And then? Atala, 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 Sutala, Tala, Tala, Mahatala, Rasatala, Patala. So seven Adho Loka, and then seven Urdho Lokas, of which Bhu Loka is one. So that is. So, um, the concept is this, right? So, macrocosmic, microcosmic, everything is trigona, right? Everything is a triad. So, everything comes in threes, whether it is in the most microcosmic part, psychological part, uh, the macrocosmic part, everything comes in threes. So, in the macrocosm, the three is what the Urdhvalokas are uh, this one, right? So. I'll just write the Satya, like it's a Bhuloka, is here, Antariksha, Swarga, Maharloka, Janoloka, Tapoloka, and Satyaloka. Right? So this is the middle. Right? So this one is basically what? What guna is there? Sattva guna is there, right? This is Sattva guna. And Bhuloka is Rajoguna. Rajo Prachura. That means Rajas. Yeah, please, please, please. Rajas is the uh, the most dominant guna is Rajas. And then in the Adholokas, Tamaguna. Tamaguna Prachura. Right? So I said Tamo. Why am I saying Tamogana Prachura? Because then there are variations. Right? Sattvika among Sattvikas. Right? And then Sattvika Rajasa, Sattvika Tamasa. The same way in Bhuloka, Rajasa Sattvikas, Rajasa, Rajasas, Rajasa Tamasa. And then in the Adholokas, Tamo Sattvikas, Tamo Rajasas, Tamo Tamasas. Right? So the worst Tamo Tamasas are the worst Asuras. Right? Those are the worst Asuras. And then so. That is how it is. But we, we are not concerned about this. Right? It, we live here. We are here. So generally this one, these, these are Urdhvam Gachati Sattvastaha. That means they are Urdhvagamis. That means they are, they become Muktas. Right? And whenever we say 
Triloka, right? The Triloka Swami, right? That is this, these three. Like, you know, that, that is our universe, is that. Our universe is what? It is Bhuloka. It is concentric circle. Antariksha Loka from here to all the Grahas, everything is there, right? Basically, solar system and all of that. And Swarloka is what? Swarloka is what? All the nakshatras, right? So all the nakshatra lokas are Swarlokas. So and then, so that means this is a, that is the world of the light. Right? This is the world of the light, which is also knowledge. And then this is Antariksha, ruled by Vayu. Right? And then Bhuloka is us. So that is the three things. Right? So whenever we say three lokas, you know, he's the lord of the three worlds. What are the three worlds? Bhuloka, Bhuvarloka, Swarloka. Right? And that is in the in the Gayatri Mantra, that is the Vyakritis, right? Bhuhu, Bhuvaha, Swaha. That Vyakriti is this. And there is also seven Vyakritis. There's a different Gayatri Mantra with a different, uh, you know, the Vyakritis. Right? Om Bhuhu, Om Bhuvaha, Om Swaha, Om, Jana, Om Maha, Om Janaha, Om Tapaha, Om Satyam. Right? And then you do the Gayatri Mantra. Right? See, Gayatri Mantra itself is common. It is, it's not like it's in the first mantra. Of, no, no. It is somewhere in a, in a different mandala. And it's, it's not even the first mantra of that uh, Rik. It is actually, uh, you know, 10th or 15th mantra. Where it's somewhere in the middle. So that's not what Vishwamitra saw. Or, you know, Drishta. He saw that with the Vyakritis, Bhuhu Bhuvasvaha, that is special. That is the, you know, the Bijaksharas. When you put that, like when we say Shreem, that's a Bijakshara. So when you put that Bijakshara to a mantra that has been revealed, that is a power. So the Gayatri mantra's uh, power with Vishwamitra Gayatri is what? That three Vyakritis of Bhuhu, Bhuva, and Swa. That is what is Vishwamitra Gayatri. Otherwise, that mantra is not Vishwamitra Drishta. Right? So, but when you put Bhuhu, Bhuva, Swaha, and actually you put Om and then Bhuhu, Bhuva, Swaha, then it becomes Vishwamitra Gayatri. That is what Gayatri Mantra is. Okay? So that's, now you understand uh, what the three worlds are, what the 14 worlds are, all of those things. Right? And so, like I said, this Urdham Gachati Sattvastaha, that means all of this in, a, in the Swaraloka, that means Swarga, which is all the Devatas, right? The Devatas, Maharloka, Janoloka, Tapoloka, Satyaloka. All, they become Muktas. Right? And this is the Brahma Loka. When, whenever they say Brahma Loka, that is the Satya Loka. That's the Satya Loka. So then what happens? The best among the men or the human beings that have done the sadhana, they do not get Mukti right away. Right? The mukti is not right away. What happens? They go to the Urdhva Lokas. Not, see, they are... If you, I don't know if you remember the eighth chapter, like after death, there are two margas, right? There's a uh, Pitruyana, right? Devayana, Pitruyana, right? But it is, uh, you know, there's a misunderstanding that uh, if you die during Uttarayana, uh, you go to Devayana and then uh, Pitruyana, no, that's nothing like that. It is not time, time determinate. So, whatever, but again, both, those two margas are all for good people. Krishna or in the Upanishad also, it doesn't talk about what happens to bad people. 
right? So there are actually five different paths. If you if you really look at it, it's five different paths. Two for good people, right? One uh, one for bad people, yes. And one side to side. So not the five, but four, four different, right? So that means good people. There are two <coughs> kinds of good. One they are mukti yogyas in the sense that they have done nishkama karma and all of these things. Other are they are good, but they are, they have done it for selfish reasons, right? So they but still good. So that means they go in they, the pitruyana, which means they go from bhuloka to swargaloka. At the end they say you are done, and they come back, right? So that means pitru, the pitruyana is they are coming back again and again, right? Even though they are going to swargaloka, swargaloka <coughs> is again limited. It is it is limited time, right? They come come back and uh, back again and again. So that is so both margas, one marga takes them out here, the other marga, what is that's called as Deva Devayana, Pitruyana takes them to Swarga and they come back. Right? And the other one is what? The other one is where we are we are concerned because that is what is is a majority. Right? So that is uh, and that's why I said remember the quote because you know, we're gonna talk about that. Who are that people? Huh? Okay. And then the the other path is, you know, it's called Samyamane in uh, in the Brahma Sutra. Uh, it says Samyamane, as in it, there is no name to it. It is a path with no name, right? If you look at uh, the you know the Vedanta, they never talk about what happens to the bad people and where they go, especially in especially uh, Garuda Purana. Yes, Garuda Purana talks about that path, and it's 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 not a path that's named. It's a path with no name. Right? And what it is, that is Adhogami. That's the one where it goes down. And even with, with that which goes down, there is one that comes back up and the one never to come back up. Right? So there are two kinds. Just like Devayana, Pitruyana, there are two paths going down. One is called Andhatamisra, Tamisra. That is where when you go, you never come back. It is like a blinding darkness. Like the Isha Vasupanishad says, Asurya, Namate Loka, Andhena, Tamasavrataha, Tamste, Pretyabhigachanti, Eth Kechatma Hanojanaha. Atma Hanojanaha basically means those who destroy themselves in many senses. One is who take their own life, is also one of them. Atma Hanam is self death, killing oneself. But killing oneself is also, if you don't improve, you are killing yourself. That is also there, right? So many different levels of meaning. They go to Asurya Loka. That means it's a world of Asuras, or where there is no light, never to come back away up again. That's called Andhatamisra or Tamisra, right? But then again, there are other uh, Narakas where it's a you just like in Swarga, you go and enjoy for your good deeds. Naraka, you you suffer for your bad deeds, and then again come back born as whatever insects or whatever and you know, in the worst things but that's that's how it is right so th those are the four paths or five paths like you can think of one is what w one is the devayana that's going to mukti never to come back it's one way devayana when you go you know you die in devayana that means the jiva goes from here sasrara chakra it's one 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 way never to come back again pitruyana right you go from one of the Urdhvas Rotas, uh, you know, of the, of the body, and then you go to Svarga Lokas, Urdhva Lokas, 
ఎంజాయ్ and like i said last time it's the same thing you are not going like you know like they have completely corrupted uh, mis- all the misunderstanding is all the serials right comic books also <laughs> so when we die and somebody is going to swarga they are actually born in swarga it's it we get a birth in swarga swarga loka birth just like bhuloka birth we get swarga loka birth and then we we are but it's not the same uh you know where the body we grow and you know all of those the limitations of bhuloka is not there in swarga loka right so all there's be no limitations in the swarga loka but then again you 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 are you are born you live there you enjoy there but then one day you die there because your time is over and then when you are when you die there kshine punya martya loka mishanti as what krishna says that means there will be some punya that is left and with that punya you come down which means you are born in fantastic you know great lineage great people great society you know great surroundings you know that's all punya that that you are born in all of those situations right but the exact opposite happens in the tamasa uh, pravritti that means if you have done papa karmas what happens you go down depending on what kind of papa it is you you know you're going to naraka lokas that means you are born in naraka lokas it is all pain and suffering we never it, it would be like you know bo- being born in some uh, very bad environment right where it's poverty hunger and all of this is no different from it's bhuloka naraka loka it's it, like i said every loka is mapped in bhuloka as well so bhuloka naraka loka where there is hunger poverty everybody you know torture all of those things that's happening that is that is here right like they say whenever you go see a great place they say it is swarga as if swarga loka has come here right it's, it's like a piece of heaven but even in english there's it's a piece of heaven which is true that means everything great whether it's a scenery or a place and all of those things are but a piece of how a he- you know heaven is is what what it is right is swarga loka is same way naraka loka piece of what a hell is going to be is where the poverty hunger you know torture and all of those things that will that is where we will be born there and then we suffer there and then the, when we die there we come back into what that naraka loka on earth right? that and be born there with kshina papa kshine pape marti loka mission it it might be a human birth it might be a you know animal birth insect whatever birth is right agnana birth, birth means what agnana birth means buddhihina no buddhi no prakasham aprakasha means what does what does it mean it means there is no light of knowledge so if you, if you are an insect where is the sadhana when you, if you are a dog there is no sadhana no animal there is no sadhana in animals right so that that all of those things are not there you will be born in such situations right so th- those are two paths that is one path one path going down where you can come back right just like pitruyana is for going up there is another path going down 
where it's a punaravritti. That means you come back, come back again. There is one path. When you go down, there is no coming back up. For example, you know the the tamasa tamasas. They are not going to naraka. They are going to andatamisa. That means where you go, it is you go in once, and that's it. It's suffering always. There's no no hope, no coming back. Right? What Krishna says, like asura issue, yoni issue. Right? He says, I'm, I'm going to put you in Asura Yoni, so you'll never know about me in the future. You'll never know about me. Right? So that is what uh, this uh, Kali and uh, Kalanini and all of these Daityas, Asuras, Tamasa, Tamasas, they go there never to come back up. So those are four, right? Devayana, Vitruyana, and the two that shall not be named. And then what happens? There is also in the middle. So when you are born as uh, you know, animals and insects, you don't need to have to go to up, up or down. Of course, up you when you come down, you you're born as human, but then from when you're coming from down as a naraka, you're born in other yonis. But then also, if the papa karma is not there for narakas, you know, you you die here, you're born as a insect yoni, right? So mudha yoni shujayate is what uh, Krishna says. Those are mudha yonis means where sadhana is not even possible. That is side to side. So you are born again, born in insect life. You don't go up or down. You just go side to side. That's all. You're going from side to side to side, unending. Never going up, never going down. Right? So these are five paths. Right? Five paths. Two going up, two going down, one side to side. Right? So that is. So uh, the Brahma Sutra says about. So whatever the Garuda Purana is, Garuda Purana is not talking about, see remember, Garuda Purana is talking about what? Kumbhi, Bhaka, Vakni, all these Naraka Lokas. Satpurushas don't go there. Dushtas go, go there. So, it, but when, when, you know, when they're reading uh, Garuda Purana, they make it seem like everybody has to go there. No, no, no. Satpurushas go, whatever is there, they go to Urdhva Lokas. But Dushtas, where they go, that is described in the Garuda Purana. What are the Narakas and all. And why are they describing that? Why? What? So, Veda Vyasa says, see, first you should be shocked. Mm. Then you will turn and <coughs> pursue the path of sadhana. People who are alive will know what will happen if you go the And uh, Bhartruhari, one of the greatest poets of India, right? More than Kalidasa, Bhartruhari. So he says, and I've mentioned this many times. Adityasya gata gatai raha raha sankshiyate jivitam. Vyaparai bahukarya bhara guru bihi kalopina gnayate. Drushtva janma jara vipatti maranam thrasascha notpadyate. Vai pitva mohamahin pramada madiram unmatta bhutam jagat. What does it mean? That means Adityasya gata agatai hi. <coughs> Aditya Gata means setting of the sun, Agata means rising of the sun. With every rising and setting of the sun, what happens? Our life is going away. Adityasya Gata Gatai, Aharahara, that means day after day. Sankshiyate Jeevitam. This life is going one by. You are not, you are not saving this. The time will go. Time is the only resource you will never get back. Right? The time is going day by day with every sunset and sunrise. Your time is going up. You know, your, your time is up. Right? Then what? What are we doing? 
ಟೈಮ್ So one day we realize, oh wow, 20 years over. Wow, oh, these kids have grown up and they are in college. I don't know when the time passed, right? Barthruhari, 1500 years ago, he is saying this, how much truer it is today, right? I mean, the, when he is saying for that age, right? Vyaparair bahu karya bharabihi kalopi nagnyayate Dhrishtva janma jara vipatti maranam trasascha notpadyate while going we see people dying good people who are having diseases and suddenly you know there's some problem there people who are rich ones losing everything who are happy ones you know that it's all destroyed we see all of those cases happening around us it's not even scaring us death doesn't scare us so one day oh wow and then next day same again 9 to 5 9 to 5 9 to 5 right there is no there is no fear nothing happening around us is creating any fear we are kind of why are we like this pitva mohamayim pramada madiram unmatta bhutam jagat unmatta bhutam means we are drunk we are drunk the grind itself has become a drink on which we are high unmatta madiram unmatta bhutam jagat so we have madira the madira is what everyday life that grind itself has become like a wine that we are or high on that is what life that's what people's lives are barthruhari right so that is a beautiful description and it's what 1500 years ago he has described life like that now think of today right so that is uh, so that like so that's the five things i said there's five paths and and this you know this is the path and the middle path is where it's just side to side side to side right? you need to uh you need to get yeah probably yeah thank you you're not able to breathe but sorry <laughs> so that that's how it is right so there are five paths so this is how it is so satvikas urdhvagamis rajasas prachura that means it is basically those who are in the middle what middle means you know in the grind they will they'll just be there birth death birth death birth death birth death it's an it's an infinite cycle right and then uh, the uh, adholokas the asuras go down down and that's it right so so what are we concerned and then again uh, narakalokas are outside of this there are narakal different narakalokas and then so if this is the physical universe these are beyond the physical universe right and then i said everything in the 14 lokas are mapped in this loka so there is satya loka in bhuloka so there they say that meroha prishtaha brahmalokam that means you know meru you know what a meru is meru is is not a, they say oh meru mountain mm-hmm. right and then the sun does a, does a pradakshina of the meru and the sun does not do any pradakshina to any mountain other than the poles right so meru is always the central pole the axis that's like for example our spinal cord is called merudanda 
in our body, Merudanda is the spinal cord. Right? So then the Meru of this earth is the earth's axis around which it rotates. And the sun is going around that. So Meru Parvata is the, the pole. It's a, it's, it's a mountain which is not physical. Only Jnanis could see that. Right? That is the Meru. There is also the Mandara Parvata. That is what only Jnanis can see. There's a, so there's a lot lot parts of uh, on this earth that it's not visible to everybody. Only Jnanis can see these uh, things is what uh, Puranas say. Meru is one. So on the top of that is Satyaloka. So there's Brahma Loka mapped from this Satyalokas. In Bhuloka, there's a, in the Meru Prushta, there is that, right? Just like Kailasa. The Kailasa that we talk about in the Himalayas is the Bhu Kailasa. It's not uh, Shiva Loka. That is a different, I mean, it's, a, it's an Urdhva Loka. Right? Shiva Loka is a Urdhva Loka. But it is mapped on earth in the Himalayas. Right? So that is, and then the same, the Mandara Parvata, right? So when there is a churning of the ocean, Kshira Sagara, they use the Mandara Parvata. How will they take the Mandara Parvata, which is in, on earth and on earth? No, that is mapped here. The real Mandara Parvata is a spiritual mountain. It's, it's not something that's visible to uh, all of us, right? So that is, uh, so that this, this is how roughly, now we come, from a big picture view into our world, this world, Bhuloka. So Bhuloka is a Rajoloka, right? Which means what? It's dominated by what? Action. Desire. Desire. This world runs on? Desire. Not this what is that? Duncan. It doesn't run, but runs on? Desire. Desire. This world runs on desire. Desire, action, then desire, action, desire, action. That's that's a Rajoloka. So in Rajoloka, I said what? There are Rajo Sattvika, Rajo Rajasa, Rajo Tamasa, right? Rajo Sattvika are the ones that is overlapped with Urdhvaloka. That means they are the ones that go get Mukti eventually. Eventually, right? It might be many births, but it, it eventually. Then Rajo Tamasas, those are who? Give me one example of Rajo Tamasa. Hitler. Hitler. All the all the villains of history, right? They are Rajo Tamasas. They are going down, right? They are Tamosatvikas. That means among the underworld, they are the good-hearted villains. Uh, so that means Tamo Tamasas, just imagine what they are, right? So that is that is uh, Rajo Tamasas. Now come to majority, Rajo Rajasas. That is what 90% of the world is, Rajo Rajasas. And what, what drives the Rajo Rajasas? Desire. Moga Karmanaha, what Krishna says. That means, we buy things we don't need with the money we don't have to impress the people who don't care about us or not do we like them. That's a beautiful one. Eh? Wow, that's a that beautiful is Rajo Rajasas. Wow. Repeat one more time. <laughs> no, I, I sent it in a Gita in action. We buy things we don't need. With the money we don't have. With he the buys, money we don't. Think he didn't put it. I don't think. Huh? He, you didn't put we buy things. No, it's, 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 it's the full caption. Okay. Yeah. We buy things we don't need. With, with the, money. the money we don't have. For the to impress the, the people, people don't like. who don't care or we don't like. Oh my <laughs> god. So that, so that Rajo Rajasa means Moghasha means what? Basically, 
it's useless. Everything that we are doing is useless. It's for people that you don't care, nor they care about you, but you want to impress them. That means you want to spend the money. You don't have that money. You borrow that money. And then what you buy the things that you don't need. So that is the life philosophy of who? Rajasa Rajasas. What is the other one? Dalai Lama quote. That it's a big, it's a longer quote. What, can you read that? Uh, that's also fantastic. And that, that's also a description of Rajasa Rajasa Buddhi. We spend time in acquiring. Uh, we spend. No, we we lose health yes. to acquire wealth. Yeah. And then use that wealth to, to get back the health. health. Ah, what is it? Because he sacrifice man because he sacrifices his health in order to make money, then he sacrifices money to recuperate his health. Health. Yeah. And then he is so anxious about the future, future that he does not enjoy the present. Correct. The result being that he does not live in the present or the future. Ah. He lives as if he is never going to die. Die. And then he dies without having never really lived. lived. <laughs> Rajasa Rajasa description. That is what Manushya Jeevana is. Right? And it is so perfect description. And that's why I was like, okay, Rajasa Rajasa, that is a quote that is that's the most Absolutely. impactful. Fantastic quote for that. Yeah. That is what 90% of human life is, or human humans are, which is the pursuit of nothingness. It's it's a grind, it's not going nowhere, nothing. There's no big questions, there's no something beyond, you know, the thing. So that is Rajasa Sattvikas, they are beyond that. They are the ones that question, oh, what is going, why am I doing this, right? Rajasa Rajasas, they never question this. So if you, if you look at it, right, about 50 years ago, this was not the case, right? When you never, lot of people did not buy things that they did not need, nor to go out and please. It is predominantly increasing now, especially, I mean, especially in India right now, like somebody has performed a wedding in this way, everybody performs and so on and so forth. They really have to do it kind of now. No. Why so does that happen? Bartru Hari. Hmm. It may not be in this form that is described. But every age had those Rajasa Rajasas. Maybe it is because of the social media, people are knowing it and you know, they want to... Yeah, I mean, every, every age will have its appropriate Rajasa Rajasa behavior. Basically, it is a senseless, meaningless behavior. Yeah, so I mean about 30-40 years ago, a lot of people did not buy, right? When we were growing up, we never asked out or never bought. I mean, our parents, our uncles, or so maybe were kind of I was just thinking it is because of no. Right. We are not knowing. People were doing it. We were not. Oh, okay. yeah, we yeah, were yeah. not knowing it. Yeah, okay. that's a very good. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Or they might be doing something else other than you know. This is all specific, right? And very specific and appropriate to our age, our lifetime here. Right, right, right. But their lifetime, it, it's something is. different. But again, it's a senseless pursuit, right? So, if you take that. You know, in the middle part of India, like the middle A, the India of like 47 to let's say right, 90s, right. factory. Every day, 9, go 9, come back 5, 9 to 5, 9 to 5. That is life. That, you know, that destroyed a lot of these families, right? Because, you know, they were like, don't, Sanskrit education is useless. It doesn't go to get any money. You go to, go to factory, go to work for an industry. So many of these uh, families, you'll see that grand grandfather, great-grandfather, they're all Sanskrit scholars. 
but then it did not pass on to the next generation because that generation, what did they do? They said, ah, oh, Sanskrit is useless. What can you do with knowing Sanskrit, right? I mean, that, that they created that kind of environment in India where you know, there's no Sanskrit education. So you need a skill for something, right? The skill has to get you some money. If that skill has no use, people will never go to that skill. Right? That's how you, you make it, uh, you know, Arthika, right? So, so what happened? People left all of that. Then they went to the skill that would give them money, which basically was a grind. So that age, factory is that, right? Previous age, something else is that, right? So like every age, if you go back, like, you know, when Bartruhari itself, you know, who knows in 1500 years ago, what was the grind of life at that time? Mm. We don't know. We don't know. But at all times, majority of the people are Rajasa Rajasa. That means they are always in the pursuit of senseless and meaningless things that has no end to it. That is what it is. Even in the Mahabharata. I have questions. Yes. So what about people that haven't been exposed to these ideas? Like let's say they're not born a Hindu or even if they're Hindu, they weren't taught these things as a child. So they don't have this idea that I should do sadhana and all that. What will happen to those people? Same, same thing, right? I mean, again, like when we say Kshinya Punya Martya Loka Mishanti is that our Punya makes sure that we are exposed to these ideas. It, it need not be in Sanskrit. It, not, it need not be from the Indian literature. But it's there in world literature, right? Like even in Greek literature and all of that stuff, this is still there, right? I mean, there's no place uh, where it might not, the impact might not be as hard as in India, where it's like it's all you know woven into the society. But you know, they will be, even if they are born outside, they will be exposed to these ideas in a different form, but the essence of which is what we are talking about, right? And that's what we uh, talked about in Sankhya, is a forms change, but essence remains the same, right? They are the same. Essence, that's what is important. And it might be in the Indian form, it might be in a Greco form, in the English literature form, whatever literature it is, the essence is the same that we are talking about. So, but if, but even where it is in our face, in India, people who don't have that Sheena Punya will turn their faces away from this. And that's what has happened. It might be economic reasons, whatever reasons it is. But the reasons are, ah, I don't like it, it's useless. Right? So that is that that buddhi comes. That's that's what this rajasa rajasa is. That that buddhi that leads to an infinite regress or in infinite uh, the thing, births and deaths, without an end. Right? That is the rajasa rajasa. Every culture, I think, had something that we know of Aboriginal Australians. When you look at their history, yeah, they had all these bare minimum requirements and things like that when they were living in Australia. When the white people were not there, yeah, yeah. So they they had that culture that yeah. when these guys came, things changed, and they have a lot of literature and songs and all that. Yeah, I mean the the, the, the way it's communicated and encoded is different. You know, some, yes. some in some cultures it's just songs and stories. Like in our in in Indian culture, it's all stories. Yes. Everything is part of stories, right? And that's why it's very important to understand what the story is. Not all stories are real stories. Stories are tool of learning, which means, you know, if I want to explain to you something, I'll say, oh, once upon a time, there's a, there was a king called Chitrabhanu. Now, if you go and try to search where Chitrabhanu is, it's a made-up story. Why did I make up that story? 
because I want to tell you, right? Tell you a story that explains a concept. So that's the problem. Is we think every story that is there in the in our literature is a true story. It is not. Okay? That's why they have differentiated Itihasa and Purana. Purana are stories, some of which are not true. They are just uh, tools of learning. Right? They, you know, sometimes I say, oh, Brahma was going, like for example, I'll, I'll give an example, right? And I've, um, during our Vishnu Sahasranam, I was saying, the etymology of Mahabharata, there's a different encoding of how to understand Mahabharata. One of them, like is Bharata Vamsha, right? The Bharata Vamsha, the lineage of Bharata Vamsha, their stories. The, there is another in Kurma, I think it's Kurma Purana, where it says, Mahatvat Bharatvat Mahabharata iti irate. That means, uh, it is Mahabhara. So, and then it says, oh, at, at one point of time, Brahma and all the Devatas, they wanted to see which among the Vedic literature had the most essence, the, the, the <coughs> meaning that was uh, helpful. And so they, you know, they decided, let's do a Tulabhara. Right? So they put all the Vedic literature on, in, in one, on the one side, and then Mahabharata on the other side, and Mahabharata was heavy. So, Mahatvat Bharatvat, it, get, it got the name Mahabharata because it was, it was, the way it was full of the knowledge, more than all the, way, the, the Vedic knowledge put together. Now, do you think, or then if you imagine, oh, Brahma and Samloka, they're all, they're like, okay, oh, there was a mic there announcing, oh, we are going to go. It is a made-up story. It's a made-up story to tell you that the essence in Mahabharata is way, way more than the whole Vedic literature all put together in the form of a story that is memorable to you. So if you think that such a Tulavara happened, this is what, then you are missing the whole point. Some stories never happen. Some stories have happened, but it's a template, right? That, that it becomes a part of our lives, like I've explained in Jyotishya. And then some stories are Aitihasika. Right? We have only two, two Itihasas. Ramayana, Mahabharata. And Ramayana did not even happen in this cycle. So Ramayana is... Uh, see, even if you look at Ramayana, what happens? Valmiki is from our age, you know, before Mahabharata. Brahma comes to Valmiki and tells him, oh, there was this great person called Rama. You have to write his story. And then he writes a story. So that means it is it happened in some other age, 24th cycle. We are in the 28th cycle. Mahabharata happened just before this Kali Yuga. That is the only history that happened now. So that is called Itihasa. It is one of the Itihasas. Mahabharata is Itihasa. Now the, and, but Itihasa also has a lot of learning so, tools within it, right? The stories that are made up stories just for like, you know, in the Shanti Parva, where Yudhishthira is asking. Uh, for every question that Yudhishthira asks, how, how much should a king tax? So, oh, one day, uh, uh, long, long ago, there lived a king whose name was this. And how, when he taxed more, you know, it destroyed, you know, how you do One third. What he's telling is one third is the right measure of taxing. So to tell that, he tells the story of how, when it was taxed more, you know, it destroyed the whole uh, country. And then, uh, you know, how all of those things. Huh? So he's explaining that. Did it happen? Probably not. Because for every question, he's telling a story. I mean, some stories are real. Some stories are just, just to 
convey the point, right? So if we understand that stories are a tool of learning, then you know it becomes very clear that ah, oh, right, right, okay. So I don't have to go, you know, like they say, don't go tracing the Rishi Mula and Nadi Mula, right? So this this Katha Mula, you know, don't go this where this story, who was this king? Then you know everything will be confusing, and people will come to the conclusion that Hinduism is full of what? It's full of all the lies, right? So that is what it is. So some stories are true. Most of the stories are not really historically true, but they are tools through which to convey and communicate knowledge. Because for us, stories are the medium of communication of knowledge. Right? Knowledge, we, that's how we transmit. Right? It's not, we don't have theories, two lines, but instead of that, we have a story. And that story captures the, comp the complexities of how it is. It's not, it's not black and white. There's a lot of shades of gray, right? There's, there's a lot of gray. That, and that's so when you sto show it as a story, then you can look through the character and how they are the gray zones, right? On how they were able to do this. That's how you learn. Like if a sentence which says, You should do good, doesn't tell us anything. But you tell the story of Mahabharata, what happened to people who were good, that has a great impact on us. Right? Do good has nothing, no impact. But in a form of a story, it's a fantastic, it's a great impact. It's so, we, I don't think I don't we have to pull a chair, I think. Oh, this one, yeah, you can take it. Right? Okay, so we have, we went through so many things that I don't know where we... <laughs> Again, coming back. Oh, Rajasa, Rajasa. Rajasa, Rajasa. So, I want to make sure that you understand what are Rajasa, Rajasa. Rajasa, Rajasa is what in English we call lay people who live the lives that are meaningless and senseless, who die, nobody knowing, that's it. Nobody will remember them. That is Rajasa, Rajasa. That is 90% of humanity is like that. Another 9% is Rajasa, Dhamasas. The 1% is Rajasa, Satikas. That means they make sense of life. They live life greater than these lay people. Right? That is Rajasa Satvikas. Right? So what Krishna is saying is, you need to live like a Rajasa Satvikas. And they are the Mukti Yogyas. They are the Mukti Yogyas. So now the concept comes back. So let's, let's go to the... So hopefully the build-up is good now. You yeah. understand this, right? Yeah. Right. So what does his Krishna says in Shloka 40, we are in 40. Na tadasti prithivyam va divi deveshu vapunaha sattvam prakruti jair muktam yat ebihi syat tribhir gudaihi. That means yat sattvam, that means sattvam means not sattvika guna, but sattvam means jivas, jivis, I call sattvam. So there, there is no being either on this earth which basically means what when it is just two lokas it means what earth and all the other lokas divi and all the urdhva lokas right all so whenever anything is said it is all the 14 lokas that is being said right those all those 14 lokas so that means in all the 14 lokas there is not one being whether among the devatas or among the manushyas Whenever we say Manushyas, that means Manushyas and the Asuras. All of them, Deva, Manushya, Asuras, 
there is not one, me, one being that is not bound by Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. Everything in the universe is bound by the three gunas of Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. Macrocosmic, microcosmic, psychological, everything there is three. Everything in the creation is three. Right? Creation is a triad, right? So, now why is that important? And I think we, we, uh, we were talking about uh, what each of these gunas really mean, right? Sattva means what? What does sattva do? When, let's say in, in the 14th chapter, it, you know, when sattva becomes prachura, that means when sattva is dominating in us, what do we do? When sattva dominates, we are balanced. Okay. Then, what is the most important thing? When yeah. sattva, you seek knowledge. Seek knowledge. Right? Sattva is what? It is towards the light. It wants light. It wants knowledge. Right? So when sattva increases within us, we seek to really know. We seek to really know. When rajas increases us within us, right? When when we say uh, that means rajas sattvikas, like for example the manushya uttamas, sattva is dominating most of the time, even though they are rajas because they are manushyas. That means they are knowledge seekers at all the time. Authentically, they want to seek knowledge. Rajasa rajasas. What what is what is that one factor that defines what rajas is? Like we said, what was that? Desire. desire, right? That means Rajasa Guna is what? Towards desire, towards action, towards, you know, it's an endless thing. It's an endless, endless grind, like that we said, right? So it's an endless pursuit of meaningless things. That is what Rajasa is. Tamasa is what? It's away from light. Which means what? It's away from light means there is no knowledge seeking and this is also away from pravritti. That means there is no action or desire. Inaction. It's inaction, right? Like laziness is tamasa. That means it is inactive, but also it is ignorant. So both. So tamas is defined by ignorance and inactivity. So these two. So so these are the definitions of Krishna himself has given in the 14th chapter. Sattva means seeking knowledge. When sattva increases in us, we want to know, we want to learn, right? We are balanced, we are clear. When rajas increases, we want to show off. We want the pursuit of meaningless things. When tamas increases, we are disinterested in everything. Right? We have, we lack energy. And we are disappointed. We are depressed. All of them. When tamas increases, we are like that. Right? So, asuras are like that. They are. They give suffering, and they are suffering also. They are never happy. <coughs> Manushyas are mixed always. Right? They are confused, mixed. They are happy one moment, they are sad the other moment. Happy, sad, happy, sad, happy, sad. Daiva, always happy. They are always happy. Right? So that's that's uh, pretty much the definition of all of these three. So these three gunas, what does it do? My, let me ask you this question. Do do we have only one guna or three, all the three gunas? All the three. All three. There is no nothing in the created universe which has only one guna. Nothing. Sattva by itself is never there. Sattva is there with Rajas and Tamas. All the three is there. Even in Brahma, that Tamas and Rajas is 
almost zero. There's nothing there. So he's Shuddha Sattva. But there is a hint, but it is, you know, it's not, it's so fractionally insignificant that his Shuddha Sattva is, para, you know, Brahma, not Parabrahma, Brahma. But Parabrahma is, uh, you know, Paramatma is beyond all these gunas. There is no guna uh, within, within Parabrahma, right? So now, that means every one of us, what, like Krishna said, has all the three gunas within us. What dominates most of the time is what deter, you know, determines what our dominant guna is. Whenever I say the Urdhvaloka Sattva guna, that means they have all the three gunas. Sattva is the most dominant most of the time. So they are Sattva Prachuraha. In the Bhuloka, Rajoguna dominates most of the time among most of the people. Sattva is also there and Tamas is also there. Okay. In the Adholokas, Tamas dominates most of the time for most of the people, but there is also Sattva. There is also just you know very minimal Sattva and there is Tamas also. That's all. So if we come to Buloka, among people that have Sattva dominating, <coughs> the Trigunas lead to us desiring four kinds of things. Okay. So we said knowledge. Okay. Now, what is the other thing in the world? Comfort. Power. Power. So when we say power, which guna do you think of? Rajas. Rajas is there. What about uh, production? As in, uh, you know, uh, business, production, industry. Rajas. What about service? Lord, service. Service something. Can be sattvic. 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 Is it, if it is not pursuit of, see, when, if there yeah. is sattvika, there has to be pursuit of knowledge. knowledge yeah. So that if there is, so labor, is labor pursuit of knowledge? No. So no. that means it is, there is tamo There is more tamas <coughs> in that. So, three kinds of gunas leads to four kinds of likings. You, you like knowledge, then sattva is more. Power, Rajas is increasing, industry, you know, uh, uh, business, money, uh, money dealings, and then labor, service, right? So these are four. What does this mean? These are called Chatur Varanya, Chatur Varana, Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Shudra. So the, the thing is, there is a, a lot of misunderstanding of what a varana is and what a jati is. You don't, see, jati is a socially created phenomenon that is socially existent that you don't, you go, like for example, take any jati, right, Chaudhri. You think it's uh, it's mentioned in any of the Puranas, oh Chaudhri, this is what Chaudhri, no. Or anything else, a reddy. <coughs> Or whatever, right? And what in Tamil Nadu, what is the Gounder? What is the other one? Give me some. Mudaliyar. Mudaliyar. Which Purana shows Mudaliyar? So that means it's not there in any Puranas. So who is defined it? Nobody is defined it. Agarwals and Guptas. Agarwals, Guptas, if you go to North India, there's no Trivedis, Chaturvedis, Sharmas, Varmas, and all of those things. Who defined all of those? Nobody defined all of those. 
So where did it come from then? Where did Jati come from? Not from the text. Jati came from society itself. Society's creation. So what do all the Vedic texts talk about? Not Jati. They talk about Varanarana. So what is the difference between Jati and Varanarana? Jati is socially created phenomenon. Social groups. I mean, even if among, uh, if you take, uh, even in the West, the Smiths, the last name Smith, yeah. they are Smiths. Last name Potter, they are Potters. I mean, if you actually look at the last names, they are all Jati names, old Jati names. Smiths, Blacksmith, uh, Potter, and there's a lot of those things. Shoemaker. Huh? Shoemaker. Shoemaker. Shoemaker, yeah. Yeah, there's a Shoemaker. So, they, he, but his great, great, great grandfather was a shoemaker, right? <laughs> that name has come. That shoemaker, that shoemaker is a jati name, yeah. right? So, that phenomenon is a socially uh, generated phenomenon, but has nothing to do with any of the Vedanta or the Vedic literature. So, what does all the Vedic literature talk about? They don't talk about jati. What do they talk about? They talk about Varanas. So what is the difference between a Jati and a Varana then? There are only four Varanas. That's it. And this is humanity. Like Krishna himself says, Chatur Varaniyam Maya Sistam Gunakarma Vibhagashaha. He says, that means what? Humanity is Chatur Varaniyam, means that which is divided into four, I created, is what Krishna says. That means humanity is called that which is force. Force. That means there are four kinds of people, in, not just in India. Anywhere so you are born in the world, there are only four kinds of people. Four kinds yeah. of people. It can be Smiths, it can be Potters, it can be Sharma, Varma, Reddy, Chaudhary, what can it be? Whatever it is. That is the Jati name. Right? But the Varna is different. So what is Jati, what is Varna? So Varna is based on the Gunas. When Jati is based on the society. Created. The word Jati itself means what? Janmataha Jati. Jati means by birth. So in English, very, uh, you know, when we say species, like in biology, when we say species, what is, they are, they are interbreeding a group of animals that marry each other. Uh, you know, that is what I called a species, right? Basically, Jati is like a species where you marry among the same Jati. You have the same uh, uh, commonness, same kind of food, same kind of language. Then when there is a sameness and interbreeding, that is called Jati. Right? But that is not there in any Purana or any literature. Anywhere in the Vedanta, no Jati is mentioned. So how do we how do we know what Jati is what? Nobody knows. Simply it's just... It's, it's, it's started. No origin. Chaturvarnya is there. What is Chaturvarnya? That means among all the Jatis, that means all, not just in India Jati, America Jati, right? And then, uh, you know, Greco Jati, Roman Jati, whatever, all like uh, Australian Jati, uh, Native Jati, all, everything. There is always tribes. a group of, uh, we call tribes, a group of people interbreeding with common language or common uh, habits and all of those things that, you know, that are together. That is a Jati. That is what a Jati means. Jati means, we have a lot of commonality and there's a marriage, intermarriage going on between, among these people. That is Jati. 
That is what jati is. That's how it, it, it sociologically, socially that that's how it started. But that has nothing to do with philosophy. It has no philosophical, adva, you know, any benefit. Jati has no philosophical benefit. What is philosophically relevant? Varna is philosophically. <coughs> Krishna says there are only four kinds of people in the world, not in India, in the world, past, present, future. There are only four kinds of people. And they are not tied to any of the jatis because jatis is by birth and merit doesn't come by birth. Right? One jati, in the, where the rajasa sattvika, where the sattva is the highest, by na nature there is a seeking of knowledge. That is a brahmana jati. What does brahmana mean? Etymological, what is brahmanam? Anatiti brahmana. He who is in search of knowledge of the truth or parabrahma who is in the path of parabrahma that is a brahmana brahmana means he who is seeking parabrahma that is brahmana that means naturally if that comes from within us to seek knowledge that means sattva is more in within us that is our nature authentic nature that is our varna varna means what color color means what when they say, I, I got to know your true colors today, means what? Character. Your true nature. That is what it is. If your nature is sattvika, that means you are balanced, you know, from, by your, you know, from yourself, from within, authentically. You seek knowledge. It can be in any jati. Right? So in, in Vidura, Vidura is so ill-treated in, in Mahabharata, right? Duryodhana says, you are the chari, you know, you are the son of uh, this one. Vidura is not a Brahmana, right? Yeah. So then, you know, he always calls him Kshatta, that means in a low class. But he is the Sattvika. Krishna, when he finds for the peace deal, when he comes, they make a big arrangement, you know, everywhere people are there holding light, you know, they have, you know from, from miles together, people are standing <coughs> to welcome Krishna, right, to Hastinapura. He comes and then, you know, he's, he's there in the e evening, tomorrow morning, you know, the peace deal is, uh, is going to happen. And then uh, Duryodhana says, I want to impress Krishna so that, you know, he comes to my side. So all of those things happen. Duryodhana says, I made all arrangements, greatest food, everything, all entertainment that you want, let's go to my house. Krishna says, no, no. He says, I don't want to go, go to your place. There is a, I forgot the sloka. He says, you eat uh, in only in two places. Yeah. Right? Anna. So he says, when you don't have anything to eat, you go to somebody's house to eat. Right? And then there's something else. Or, or when, they, when you are a, when they when are a, invited, when you are a friend. friend and invited. So people eat in others' play, house okay. for two reasons. One, because they are friends. Other, because they don't have anything to eat. I am not, none of these two cases, I will not come to your house, is what Krishna says. Beautifully, he says. Like a slapping, he says, right? Krishna is fantastic, he says. Neither am, am I poor, not being able to afford uh, food, nor are you my friend. So there is no reason for me to come to your house. Drona, Bhishma, they are all wanting to Krishna to come to their house. He does, who does he choose? Vidura. And he is the least prepared of all of them. Vidura is convinced that Krishna will come, not come to my house. 
So nothing, you know, they are not prepared anything. So Krishna says, Vidura, let's go to your place. Let's go. Like, oh, you're coming to my house? Yeah, let's go. Oh, I don't know. And then they go home. And then uh, he tells his wife. And then uh, wife, oh, I've not done anything. Whatever you're cooking, give me. So he is the most happiest. Because Vidura's heart. He's sattvika. He's brahmana. Right? He's brahmana. He's a real uh, dharma. Jnana seeking is there in Vidura, not in Duryodhana. Right? So that is that is what Brahmana uh, Varana is. Right? Jati, leave Jati. So there is no merit, right? So a person with this authenticity can be born in any Jati within India or outside India, anywhere in the world. There are people who have this goodness in them and this seeking of knowledge which comes from within them. They are all Brahmana Varna. But they can be any Jati. Krishna says, Varna is important. Jati is sociological. There is no philosophical use of Jati. Philosophically, only Varna is important. Right? So, that is... So, these are all what? We are all talking about Rajasa Satvikas. All the four Varnas go to Mukti. Krishna is going to define why he is using this, you will find out next. Right? Then what is the next one? Lovers of knowledge, seekers of knowledge is over. Then what? People who are in the leadership role. You know, there, there is army, protection, <coughs> there is police, there is a judge, there is a lot of these things. Right? These are all what? The Sattva Guna is there, but then there is Rajas also coming there. Because without Rajas, there is no command. Right? This was Ishvara Bhava has to be there. That means the Kshatriya's job is to be able to punish. To be able to punish. To be able to tax. To to be able to rule. To be able to keep order. All of these are where Kshatriyas come. That Kshatriyata, that Tejas, that all of that there is a mix of... And they also have uh, Sattvika Gunas also, Brahmana Gunas also. But the most dominating is, you know, Ishwar Bhava, Prabhutva, uh, all of these things that is leadership, like what in now we say leadership qualities, right? How you should have a leadership quality. When uh, somebody has leadership qualities that really comes from within them, authentic leadership quality, you are a born Kshatriya. You are born to lead because that comes from within you. Right? So that is a Kshatra Dharma. Then Vaishya Dharma. That means what? Is a born businessman. Can you be fully sattvika and be businessman? No. Absolutely. Then you are donating everything. <laughs> nothing. They are not making any money, right? Yeah. So what happens then? So you'll have to have some rajas. Right? That rajas is there. And then when the rajas is there, yeah. what happens then? That is, they are so one arm of the rajas is to command. control and command. The other arm is to produce. <coughs> they are the producers. They are in production. Right? They produce. So they are the ones like Goraksha. Krishna defines all of these the Varanas. But Goraksha, that age, at that age it was, uh, you know, all these uh, cowherds and all, you know, the people who had milk production, agriculture and all of those things. They all come under. And all the business uh, ventures and all of those things. That if that is the natural thing that comes to us, we are of the Vaishya 
and that would, that means sattva is also there rajas is also a lot more within us because there's desire there's all of those things there and then shudra means what shokena dravayati shudraha that means he who takes away your suffering that means what the uh, service Uh, so what is that hotel industry what is it the industry name hospitality, hospitality. <coughs> that is shudra karma that means what shucha means what shoka shuk that means what shoka your shoka dravayati takes away nursing where you know you are tending to the people who suffer you are you are doing the labor you are the seva the service and all of those things that tending that all of that comes under shudra karma Shudra Varna, right? Where people are naturally into all of these things, so that is Shudra Karma. Naturally helping. Huh? Why is it naturally helping? Tendency? Naturally, you know, helping. So these are the four Varnas, but these are also in a hierarchy, and there is a reason why it's a hierarchy, right? So let's say knowledge, power, production, labor. So, which should be on the top, uncontrolled by anything? Knowledge. Knowledge. knowledge, right? That means the knowledge producers and knowledge seekers <coughs> should never be under the command of power. That means what? If people who give money dictate the terms and conditions of how things should be, then what will happen? Knowledge is corrupted. Corruption. There is corruption, right? Wherever it is, where money dictates the policy, the policy is corrupted, right? So that means neither the Vaishya nor the Kshatriya should ever control the Brahmana. Why? Because knowledge should always be free and uncontrolled, and that's why it is always put in the top. That means knowledge and knowledge seekers should never be under the control of either power or production. That's true. That's they should always be free. So if you look at all the rishis that were there in the kingdoms no king controlled otherwise what would have if if some king controlled the rishis all of them would have then had their name or oh, this king was the greatest there was you know he who did all the good karmas do you think all the puranas have that there was one king in the puranas that tried to do that his name was vena so you need to go read the story or now next time i'll explain the story of vena Vena tried to do that. They said, "There is no god but me. All the rishis, you, all the Vedanta books should write about me." Hiranyakashipu. Yeah, of course, Hiranyakashipu is yeah. I mean, he's asura and all that. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about human kingdom, right? What did they do to him? He was the, I think, the father of Prithu. Before Prithu, right? Vena. What did they do to him? All the rishis got together. They said, "Let's kill him." They killed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. They killed Vena. So that means power was kept under check. When it tried to influence knowledge, power was, you know, kept or cut off. Cut off. So kings did not have a free reign of what to do. You know, they can do anything. No, they cannot. They had to be within a certain. You know restrictions of what needs to, what should be done, what should not be done, right? And the 
and the knowledge seekers and the knowledge producers were not under anybody. They were not under power or production. Or they were always independent advisors to kings. Independent. Right? That's exactly. Raja they were gurus all are different. Right? Huh? Raja gurus are different. But they are also in independent. independent. So they were not, you know, imposed. Right? Raja guru is what? You are Raja guru who will tell the king what he needs to do. If king makes him advise the way what he king wants, where is the Raja guru? Right? So, and uh, Raja gurus are always not by lineage. A Raja guru's son will never become a Raja guru. That has been there always, right? So it is always independent. It's always by merit. By merit. Yeah. 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 So right. So that that's how it is. So that's how uh, that's how knowledge was kept free in India. If you look at it, knowledge has never been dominated by power in India at all. Maybe after independence, you know, when the government said you have to write this in textbook, that is what everything got corrupted, right? Until then, and now even British. British. See, British, what did British do? Power corrupted knowledge. Yes. When Macaulay made that English education policy, what, in 1837 or something, what happened? Or 1857 or maybe after that. Corruption happened. Right? So that means that is when power corrupted knowledge. Until then, you, you don't think there were schools in India before British came? Okay? Yeah. Also, what was the illiteracy rate in India before uh, uh, in British? What was the illiteracy rate? Not sure. There was, no, there illiteracy. was no illiteracy. Because they you cannot be an illiterate in your own language. Right. Yeah. See, illiteracy concept is what you are illiterate in English. So what happened when English education came, all these people, this is not, they are not teaching the relevant things. They are teaching people to become... Uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, employee or government office employee, this thing, that thing. Uh, but I want my son to take over agriculture here, you know, do pottery, do all these things. But that was the education they were getting in the village schools and all of those things before. And now they imposed English education and they said, schools, you cannot be a teacher in this school. So what did they do? They pulled out all their kids from the schools because they did not need English education. It was irrelevant to them. So they became India's illiterates. So illiteracy means it's not illiteracy in your own mother tongue. Illiteracy is illiteracy in English. <laughs> we don't, we don't, we don't understand that. You know, there is no illiteracy in your own native language, in your own vocation. There's, you know, people were teaching their kids. Everything was going on. Uh, you know, it was all decentralized uh, education. Everything was going on. So where is, where is illiteracy there? Illiteracy came when there was an imposition of something that people did not even as a like, What English? It's not even relevant to us. So that is when then people were not sending uh, their kids to the schools and they became the illiterates. And then without knowing English, you're not going to get anything. So they were getting out of all favors. Right, and then society was like, if you are English educated, then you are in the thick of things, and then you are getting all the money and the income and all of that. But income, not in income as a employee, right? So you're you're uh, doing all of these things, and that's and then these guys were kept on the side, and you know over ages, what happened? These are the Indians, poverty, poor. I mean, the, yeah, other, the other ones, other side, yeah. yeah. And the other, the actual people who got into English education, they were the bureaucrats. 
they were right now you know they went back to their village and they with the suit and all of that in uh, uh, 40 degree heat mm-hmm. uh, in a 40 degree celsius in a heat and they were like and you, know, you see a lot of old movies where an english educated comes right you you see from this point of view perspective right a lot of uh, kannada movies are there mm-hmm. where an english educated and suddenly he's like they they've been living together in the, as a family members for ages and suddenly he's like oh i don't like all of these things why why are we giving this he started questioning and then brothers are fighting against each other and then the family is you know they're fighting and all of those things all of those started with english education right but that was their purpose right i mean british wanted to control the majority of the population with the hand picked people yeah that's the english educated people that's exactly what they did and they not only in the, india yeah they, they did have it done worldwide. it in africa they have done it worldwide in yeah. every place and not only english french yeah uh, you know uh, netherlands spanish what of spanish and portuguese right the first ones were fast they were brutal spanish and spanish portuguese were, were very brutal, brutal and there not, there's no education even there is no education yeah. there yeah. Yeah. so if you look at latin american history and talk to them it was totally brutal, brutal. either we kill them or that's it that's exactly yes. what they did yeah. but english were the only ones which wanted to go ahead and control this yeah they're they're uh, you know english and french and all of that right so that that is uh, so that is what happens that is when power controlled knowledge there is corruption right so neither money nor power should control knowledge so knowledge comes first then power money should not control power should money cover control power <coughs> so i give you money you make policies that uh, you know for me bribe lobbies lobbies right <laughs> so lobbies is what money controlling power so what does it say the knowledge should control power but money should control production and labor labor and production should not control i mean uh, should not control power which means what power is under the control of the knowledge producers the advisors but not the people who have who produce money right because why any other way would be detrimental to the society the if money controls power power is corrupted but if knowledge controls power power is in its place right so they put after what after brahmana they put kshatriya next that means brahmana knowledge seeking knowledge producers are independent under nobody's control then but they control the power but power is not controlled by production or labor power controls production labor right a society can only work if there is this order and then again production cannot control power but power controls production right money so money the only thing money can do is buy labor and nothing else right so then what did the chaturvarnya system whenever they say chaturvarnya system is a system of a real society will work uncorrupted hierarchy. if there is a hierarchy where knowledge producers are on the top power is next below them money, money is below them those two and labor is below all of them any other way is a corrupted destroyed society the more that you write that we are saying oh brahmins are in the top you know 
in India, Kshatriyas have never been rulers for the last 2000 plus years. Krishna Devaraya was not Kshatriya. Who is a Kshatriya? Shivaji was not Kshatriya. Nobody was Kshatriya. See, Parishurama first of all destroyed Kshatriyas. Whoever was remaining was there in Mahabharata. They were destroyed in Mahabharata. Whoever came after that, no king in Indian history was Kshatriya. Maybe a few. That's it. Kerala also we never had Kshatriyas. There is no Kshatriyas. No, all the ruling class. So it's very, you know, it's very structural to make a Kshatriyas ruled. Which Kshatriya ruled? Krishna Devaraya was a Taulava. That means they are, you know, they are, they are shepherds, cowherds. That, that, that is the, that is the, you know, Harihara Bukka, you know, which, which Jati was there? They are shepherds. They are shepherds. So Krishna Devaraya kingdom, the Vijayanagara kingdom was shepherds. Right? Mysore kingdom again? The Wadiyars. The Wadiyars, yes. Yeah. 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 No? 1500. Chora. 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 So if you look at it, all these kingdoms, Rashtrakutas, Chalukyas, every Guptas, you don't find one Kshatriyas. They are all below. You know, they are all in the Vaishya Shudra category. In Kerala, not even Vaishya, it's only Brahmanas and Shudras. Ah, like Guptas were Brahmana, eh? not Guptas. <coughs> Mauri, after Mauri, Mauryas were also non-Kshatriyas. They are all, they were uh, the Vaishyas and Shudras. Right? Gupta means? Yeah. Yeah, Guptas Vaishyas. all Vaishyas. Vaishyas. Right? Vaishyas. So, which Kshatriya ruled India? No Kshatriya ruled British India. <laughs> yeah. So, that all of these things are a make-believe story. There is, there is like, there is no king. Uh, you, you need to ask them, okay, what was the uh, the, the vocation of the people that ruled uh, these, all these kingdoms. You go see each one of them. They were all these different, different. They were doing all this. They were potters or their shepherds or doing all of those things. And then they became kings. Right? They fought and all of those things. They became kings. Right? So that is... So, but they were Kshatra Varana. They were not Kshatriya Jati. That means they had the... From within them, they have the leadership thing that they took on. They killed, they led, right? But in the jati, they were shepherds, or they were reporters, or they were whatever they were doing. That's what they were. Right? All of Indian history is like this. But the four things is saying that any society to sustain should be ordered in only one way, with the knowledge producers or brahmana in the top. The power is actually second. Brahmana is not powerful. If Brahmana becomes powerful, then what? He becomes Kshatriya. So there should be independent knowledge seekers without the seat of power. They are not in a, they are like you are not a chairman, you are not a president, you are not anything. Right? They were outsiders. They were knowledge producers without any position of power and influence. But they were advisors to the positions of power and influence. Who did who controlled and ordered the society? People in the positions of power. Right? That is the kshatra. That's the kshatra, right? Second, but they control the money makers. They control the producers and the money makers, and then the labor. Any other way would be a chaos. 
a decay in a society. You cannot. What do you think? Like Give me one example. Communism. Huh? Communism. Huh? The labor class. Dictating. Communism is what? Labor is dictating the power. Dictating the power. Labor has the power. <laughs> labor has the power and production is uh, democratized with everybody. Uh, and there is no every no, there is no Brahmana, nothing there in the top. What happens to that? Destroy the society. Capitalism is also not, uh, you know, capitalism. Knowledge seekers are. Capitalism is. Vaishya is at the top. Yeah. America and <coughs> the world today is run by who? Businessmen. Money runs the world today. And that's all corrupt, right? Lobbying is also there. Lobbying when the money runs, what does it do? Money will corrupt power. Money will corrupt, corrupt knowledge. 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 So the knowledge is saying, oh, sugar is so good for you. <laughs> why? Because they want to sell sugar. Right? Everything is good for you. Because why? Because they can money make money make out money. of you. That is what happens when Vaishya. So, if communism is Shudra on the top, capitalism is Vaishya on the top. Dictatorship is what? Power on the top. Power on the top. But the society will sustain when? Brahmana is on the top. Right? So, that, see, if you do misunderstand this, what do you think? Oh, Brahmins. There is no Brahmana. Varna is not a Brahmin. A Bodhliyar can have a Bhamana Varna. A Shudra, you know, like a, a different caste people be... And a, a, a Brahmin caste, what is called today, can be Shudra. Yes. Right? So they can be alcoholics, they can be doing all the things in the world. Oh, I am born to Brahmin parents, I am Brahmin. That's not Varna. See, I think the confusion comes because Brahmana is a Varna, but it seems like it's also an occupation. Yes. Because they have a certain role, right? Borohit, Shastri, like learning Shastra. So then you if somebody has a Brahmana or Varna, say they want to be Borohit. They are not born in the right family. Right. They can't get that training. They can't do it. So then that's how the confusion comes, correct, right? Correct. And the confusion was there in Mahabharata times also. That come in because the ossified societies, right? The, it, it started way back. But then it was very flexible until the British actually completely ossified it by documenting it. Yes. Right? So until then nobody knew what caste was there. I you know, how we know about five to ten castes. We don't know how many other castes are there, right? So they said, Oh no, they would go in census and ask, What caste are you? People said, I am this caste and that caste. No, no, you need to tell me only one caste. So they got one caste, right? So everything got ossified and when you tie money to it, what happens? Everybody wants to become that caste. So then everybody says, hey, you know, they're giving money, let's go, we go do that caste. I'm also that caste, I'm also this, I'm also this, right? So that is how they ossified what was supposed to be a very flexible, you know, interchangeable, uh, you know, moving uh, system. That caused also the divide, right, in people. They started thinking. Yes. That if you think, so that if people are united, sowing the seeds of division. Yeah. If people are united, is it good for British? No, it's no. Not. <laughs> <laughs> no that, yeah, that's exactly how it happened at a very lower level. Yeah, yeah, but definitely. Really what she was asking, you did not answer. Right? What she was asking? She was asking if, like, based on the varna, right, irrespective of any caste you are born. Yeah. So. They can become, right? Earlier they were becoming, right? They were becoming, yes. Yeah. yeah. And also Varana means what you authentically are. Authentic. And Krishna says it is 
Gunakarma Vibhagasha and Krishna talks about this. Sat Swabhavajam he says. That means we each have a varana within us. So Krishna is telling this for an important reason because he says your guna will not become purna. You know, purna uh, vikrita or uh, purna, uh, you know, I forget the name, not vikrita. Uh, you know, it, it blooms, right? The, it doesn't bloom fully until you do the work with this, which is authentically you. And that is why Krishna is taking, because he's saying, Arjuna, if you give up the war, you're not blooming. That's where he's taking it. And then, you know, the final part of it comes to an end there. Is Shishunala Sharifa is the best example for her question? For what? Shishunala Sharifa, yeah, yeah. And anybody, right? Anybody authentically knowledge yeah. is a Brahmana Varana, regardless of which jati they are. So he born is Muslim, but uh, he undergoes training under a Brahmana. Which is also important. There is a Brahmana in a Christian, Muslim, whatever. Yes. It is across, because it is humanity. Krishna says, Chaturvaridam, Maya, it means humanity is four kinds. Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Shutra. Humanity is four kinds. So you can have a Christian Brahman. Real, in the real sense. Knowledge seeker. But then the concept Abdul Kalam. of yes. Kalam always quoted Gita. Gita, yeah. Kalam. Kalam always quoted Gita. Abdul Kalam. Abdul Kalam. Yeah. Yeah. What, did you, what did you say? The concept of Brahman is different for them, right? Because what they are hmm. seeking... No, no, it's not concept and what they say. What I'm saying is, if you look at humanity, and these divisions and all of those things, remove that, a person, whatever religion they are, wherever they are, if they if the guna is that, that they are knowledge seekers and all of that, they become Brahmanas. They are Brahmanas. That is what Krishna is saying. Chaturvarinyam Maya system means human society is for in four kinds of people. Whether it's Christian, Muslim, Hindu, whatever, it doesn't matter. Whether they accept it, they don't see, it doesn't matter. If they are knowledge seekers, they are Brahmanas. If they are good people, they are Brahmanas. That's it. In fact, there was a case, um, not a case, but a uh, few boys uh, from SCST, they became um, priests in one of the Tamil Nadu temples and they were making it a big deal saying that SCST is now allowed and they are now the priests. But they, when you uh, learn all that, you become a Brahmana. So they are not... Authentically. Yeah. This is not... The, this they are is not a, saying that. See, this is so power and politics, right? Politics, yeah. So which means what? They want to get the vote, so they're going to make this... That is different. So remember, priest was not always Brahmana Jati. Like, you know, every, like, Ayapa temple, I don't know, do they yeah. have Brahmana priest? No. no. So. so every Jati had their own temple, yes. their own priest. You know, Lingayat will have Lingayat priest. So the whole concept that all priests are Brahmanas is itself wrong. wrong. Just like all uh, rulers for Kshatriyas is all wrong. <laughs> Brahmanas had their temples with Brahmana priests. Other jatis had their own temples with their priest. What is wrong? And I'll give you one more example. In my yeah. family, yeah. we're not Brahmins, but my grandfather had a thread because he was initiated by his guru, yeah. but then he never passed to his sons. So my father and my uncles never had a thread. Yeah. So yeah. even that thread is not specific. And that, and that thread, what does the thread mean? <laughs> so it's not something, you know, you become my jatis. Anand's story. What does the thread mean? 
I know, yeah, I remember this. <laughs> so, th- see, Brahmana is called Vija, twice born. That means we are all born once physically. That birth is there for even dogs. One birth. So we are physically born once. But the second, the second birth, birth is the birth of knowledge. The thread means you are initiated initiation. into knowledge. Right? Yeah. That if you have had that initiation, that is what the meaning of the thread is. Is that you have had a second birth. That is, that is the most important birth. Otherwise you are animal. There is no difference between man and animal. Because it also has one birth, you also have one birth. What is the difference? Right? It says, Pucha Vishana Hinaha. Bartrohari says that. Man and animals, what is the difference? We don't have the tail and the horns. That's the only difference, he says. Bartrohari. Uh, so otherwise, you know, that is also one birth, or we are also one birth. Wise born means what? That we were born once, but then we seeking knowledge, that is our second birth. That is the thread. See, it's supposed to be at the age of seven, but these days people just have it the day before marriage. Ah, that is that. <laughs> See, that is the difference between the essence of what that was, because it was a start of education. Right. So you so started education with the Gayatri Mantra. Right? That is how you start. That's the first mantra they right. teach you. Right? That, 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 then you are sent to Gurukul so that you have your education and then come back after all you... So mind. now that means, you know, if, the, if it is before marriage, you are uh, having the thread means what? That means you are uneducated until then. <laughs> <laughs> marriage is your education. <laughs> oh, they know that's the meaning. <laughs> That's another way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> Real education is your, your wife is going to really educate you. That's <laughs> somebody before marriage means that you are. Not a good school. That's a good school. Oh, that's your choice. You are very close to the record. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that is what the meaning is, right? So see, if you look at it, how the essence of things and how it has been ossified completely different right the concept and what it meant and how it was and how it is now functioning it's completely different very completely different right and, and the essence of Gita is what you know, Gita talks about Brahmana Kshatriya oh Krishna talks about caste system uh, so Krishna? one more classic example is you know these Brahmins who has opened hotels and become a businessman right they are actually they are vicious yeah, right? yeah. they have become vicious no we are all vicious this yes. is the only Brahma Karma I am doing. <laughs> Otherwise, everything is Vaishya only. No? <laughs> so, so I, I cannot tell others. We are also doing the same thing. But that's the thing. So, we are, like they said, the world today is Vaishya run. Yes. Business and money making is the world today. Money is buying money. Ah, money makes money. That is the world today. right? So, it is not that, that's what Rajas. Rajas, so Rajas is 90% the, of the 90, right? uh, We are buying stuff which don't have the money for <laughs> and impressing people. The same ah, that goes back to that the, all of thing is driven by that. Right? So that is the thing. So what we should all become? Krishna is saying uh, that he'll say, should we all become Brahmanas? No, that is not Krishna. That is that we will go to next year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <trailer. laughs> hey, so Krishna is so remember, the four varanas is there for only rajasa sattvikas. Rajasa rajasas who will always die and get born again and die and born again and insects and all of those things, they are be beyond, they are not varanas. They are not savaranas. 
even though the word is misused, savarnas and all of that stuff, they are not. They are varnabahyas, rajasatamasas. Oh, is, is Hitler a Kshatriya? Rajasa Tamasa. That means he is he has no varna. A varna has goodness. Goodness comes in four packages, is what Krishna is saying. All the four can go to Mukti. You don't have to become a Shudra should not become a Brahmana to go to Mukti. A Brahmana should not become a Shudra to go to Mukti. Krishna is saying you do what is natural to you. That is when your guna will become Purna. That is when you can reach me. That is what is next. He says, Swadharmo Vigunaha Paradharma That means what you are naturally good at, good at and what naturally comes to you that you love to do, that is your karma. That is what you should do. If you do something else, you are doing it under compulsion. And whatever else you are doing will never you know, provide that progress and growth within you. As long as you are pursuing something that is not natural to you, you are there is no sadhana possible. Krishna said that. Be Krishna is saying eventually what does he say? Be you. That is the only way to become mukta. <coughs> is to be you. Identifying that. It's amazing message. That is where he's taking this to. In Arjuna is saying, you know, I went because initially what did Arjuna say? Oh, I will give up these arms and I can go and beg. I cannot fight this uh, war. I can even beg. I don't, uh, you know, it doesn't matter to me. I can become a beggar. Krishna is saying, no, no, no. And he will say that. Do you think you are going to beg? Just wait until the war starts. You will be compelled to go fight because that is your nature. You will not be able to see that adharma going on. You will be compelled to go fight in the war. So it is not you, by nature you are like that. And you know, generally saying, if you think you have to become somebody else to progress and grow, then you are wrong. Because you are doing an activity that does not lead to your growth of your own nature, the fullness of your nature. Your nature will become full in the activity that comes naturally to you that you love to do. And that is the only path to Mukti. There's, there's one argument uh, ah. that links Varna to Jati. Ah, what is I was it? talking to one of the uh, He ah. says, you're going to be born in a Brahmin family if you belong to Brahmin Varma. That's how she was justifying that only Brahmins can do that because you, you have that, you are doing the karma. Ah. And because of that karma, you are born in a Brahmin family. So anybody else can. And this is a Brahmana that. saying this. Yes, this <laughs> what else will he say? No, no, no. See, I'm going to fight the karma to become a Brahmin. So because of my past karma, I am born in a Brahmin family. Ah, okay. So I can do that. So if uh, somebody else wants to become Brahmin because he is Brahmin, born in that jati because of his karma. So he's not qualified. That's what Karma is. No, no, no. no. Think of, see, think, think of Vidura. Really want if Vishwamitra also right? He was a king and then he like look at you. No, 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 look at you. Right? They, they proved that Vidura was uh, in earlier Janma 
for example, Valmiki, there's a big argument. No, no, Valmiki Vidura is Yama. Yama, Yama, Yama. That's what they argue. So, no, Yama is what? Previous... Yama is Brahmana. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, Devas have no Varana, Asuras have no Varana, Rajas Rajasas have no Varana, Rajas Adamas have no The only people who have Varana is Rajas Satyakas. All the four become Muktas. So, a Shudra should not become a Brahmin to become, become Mukti. A female should not become a male to get Mukti. Yeah, so Krishna path. is saying, you be who you are because that is the only path to sadhana, nothing else. Swadharmo vigunaha paradharmat swanishtitat. That is saying, right? So, the, the reasoning itself, what? People, see, birth is not in our hands, which is daiva, right? But the actual interest that comes from within you, that is your varana. So if you are in Gita class, that is your love of knowledge, right? That is the definition of Brahmana. If you are a Brahmin, but you hate uh, Gita, knowledge. Vedanta, and all of this, uh, you know, Deva Puja, what the hell is this? Uh, what what Brahmana? <coughs> yeah, so that's exactly what what you are saying. Is there are people who are born in Brahmin family? They hate rituals. They hate knowledge. They are just filled with daily desire and growing. They do not want. They in fact refuse to do that. I do not believe it. I do not want to do it. Yeah. So, so born in Brahmin family, right? Again. So, what is the purpose? Yeah, but that is Shine Punya. There is a no, 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 no. Next time. No next time. Krishna is saying, what is naturally coming to you? Varna has no jati. No jati. That is basically what Krishna said. So, Gar so it's like you know, merit-based quota. <laughs> jati is quota. <laughs> Varna is merit-based. <laughs> that is what it is. Varna, Varna means you are really a good student. You have worked hard. You you really you need to get that. If you don't get it, what? Because it is. Jati. There is one sentence in our speech, you will not get even though you are married because it is Kota. <laughs> but the person is going to, who is going to kill a lot of patients, he will land there. So, become, because he is a doctor, he is a Brahman Varana? No. So, that, see, Jati and Varana, they don't mix together. Even though we ask, you know, we, we mix those things. Yeah. Varana is what is nat na what naturally you are, is your Varana. So, so is that driven by Jiva Guna? But Definitely. Exactly, right? So it is yeah. driven by your inherent Jiva Guna. Yes. Which remember we discussed long time ago in our classes that you will never know what your Jiva Guna is. Yeah. No, but in the sense that will you become Mukta or not? Right? For example, but how do you tie those two together? Why should mm -hmm. you tie? No, because you, you assume okay. you assume yeah. that I will you know I, I will be getting Mukti. Okay. And then do it. Then Which means if you are doing it, it means you are Mukti Yogya in that sense, right? So that is that is important, right? People that don't even get a thought like that. That means they are Rajasa Rajasa. Buying things you don't need. Mm -hmm. right? We don't want to be that. Right? That's, a, that's the difference. Right? Hatha. Hatha. Hatha, if, if Hatha is like that, nothing can be done. I'll, I'll tell you an example of my close friend, my classmate. His mother um, was well-known psychiatrist in, in, in our country, very brilliant. Father and mother, both are psychiatrists. So she, her astrologer told her, daughter is a doctor. But no, no, her astrologer, no, one astrologer told her. They are the villains. No, no, listen to this one. I mean, she said that your son will never become a doctor. 
I mean, this is not, this is a true story, my friend. So she made him go to med school, and he became, he is very intelligent, he became a doctor. Never practiced even a single day. And then after MD, he joined MTech to do biotechnology and immunology with me. And then he started teaching, still never practiced. Mm. His mother wanted to prove to the astrologer that he cannot be a doctor. So he, he used to, him and I used to talk to each other and he used to tell me, so ultimately, am I being a doctor? No, I am not. What comes to you naturally? This is called as a self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> but he is like, he is like, he was never a doctor. He could not. Ha, be that is that's true. Yeah, so. Like you, you, if you are forced into something that yeah. you never are, that is not your point. But teaching was his thing, so he went on to get his PhD and exactly taught that is Brahma. So that is that is the knowledge seeking and all of those things. So that that is more important. Yeah. So that is intelligence is not Brahmatva. Yeah. Right. You can have money intelligence, power intelligence. That intelligence is many different kinds, right? Emotional intelligence, Shudra Varna, right? So all of these different intelligence you have, but that authentic love of seeking knowledge, right? That differentiates Brahman Varna. Doesn't mean Kshatriyas don't have that. They have have it for a to a lesser extent. Brahmana to a more extent, where they don't the need these, these, you know. Advisors who advise us to invest in this share, that share, they are not actually into that business, but they have that knowledge. Yeah, if they are if they're like that, yeah, something like that, right? So you cannot map today's vocations, jobs to Varanadharma. Because our parents and we ourselves are forcing computer science, <laughs> medical, <laughs> this and that, right? So when they become that... Oh, oh, my my son is Brahmana. No, no, nothing like that. So Peter Drucker actually wrote an article called Managing Oneself, hmm. I think in the late 80s. Yeah. He said how you know what is your strength and how you build on that. Hmm. So that's where kind of a, you start knowing whether you are interested in knowledge, whether you are interested in trade or in power. So he has, of course, a German psychologist yeah. who found a method of understanding. And knowing that, he says, is the biggest challenge for you. Yeah. And this all comes down to human Same thing, eventually it is, yes, four varnas. Yeah. So, that's, so humanity is four. That's yes. it. And the three creates the four. Sattva, Rajas, Tamas. Right? When the Sattva is more, the knowledge seeking is more. When Rajas is more, that power and then <coughs> uh, produce comes more. And then as the Tamas increases, all of Parijaratmaka, all of those things increases. So Krishna, but Krishna is saying what? Each one's tendency is this, but each one in that path has to say God. One should not do the other's job. It's never, why? Because the job that you do, which comes naturally to you, that is the one that triggers your growth. If you are doing something that is not natural to you, then you are stunted in their growth. Yes. Okay, so you know, so that means no sadhana is possible in a vocation or a job which is not natural. Correct. Yeah. Not possible. Yeah. And that is where actually Krishna ends later on by saying, Arjuna, you're beating around the bush. You can never give up and go beg. That's <laughs> not you. Right? So, who are we kidding? Come back. Right? That's that's what he's saying. Right? Just start the war. Yeah, start the war. <laughs> Simply you're talking about you know, you analysis, paralysis by an analysis by paralysis, yes. you know, whatever, the, the analysis by analysis. 
that think simply you are telling, oh, this society will happen, this will happen, or nothing will happen. When some two heads roll, you will come to the war. <laughs> he will say that exact thing. You just wait, when heads roll, whatever you are saying with all this calmness now, to next you will be like a rogue, you will be going and fighting the war, because that is you. That's the that is you. That is what you are, you are going to do, that is what you are. Nothing can change that. Right? So all of this, this is just a delusion you are in. And I am removing that. And suddenly your nature will come out. And that's what I say, oh, my confusion is gone. Yeah, that's what I told you. <laughs> that's, what he that's what Krishna is going to say. All the four Varanas are only for Rajasa Sattvikas. And these four kinds of people follow these four kinds of different vocations that comes naturally to us. That is our path to sadhana. Right? And this will stop. And the next class is next uh, in, in January sometime. We'll start. And we'll take up the next uh, whatever Krishna says about what each of these Varanas, what is the natural job. And one of the tasks for all of you is what he said. To sit down and think what is natural to you. What are you, what do you real like you know they used to, they used to have this exercise. If I give you a, uh, you know, one million dollars, so you don't really have to worry about money. What will you do? That question you have to put. One million is now less. If I give you ten million dollars, you don't have to worry about food, day-to-day -day activities, all, nothing, everything is taken care of. Car, good car is there, big house, everything is there. You can go on vacations, all of those things, right? <laughs> <laughs> No worries. Then it can what also be a worry. <laughs> that is a different kind of people. Right? What will you naturally do? What kind of karma will you do in that situation? So that is an assignment to each one of you to figure this out for the next couple of weeks. Right? To what is my natural tendency to do? What am I good at? What am I good at doing? Which you like, like, when you are disappointed, when you start doing it, it's like, oh, like for me, this is natural. I, I can go on for hours and hours. This is what I am. So in that way, I can't associate with money. Because if I think of money, what do I do naturally with money? Is It's not the right combination. <laughs> that time, that time, actually, the money will not be required for you. That is, once you find that out, Money will come to you, power will come to you, everything, everything will come, will come to, you. to you. See, that's, that's the whole thing, right? And that, that, that secret Krishna has already given. It's very hard to follow. See, he says, Apuryamana machala pratishtam samudram, you know, I forget the thing. Samudram apa pravishanti advat. What does he say? It means the ocean is full. That is the reason all the rivers run to the ocean. The ocean is not seeking the rivers, therefore the river runs to the ocean. So what Krishna is saying is, if you are not seeking, it will come to you. But when you go seeking, it will run away from you. He says that is the secret of how world works. It's people's psychology. Like if you go call somebody again and again and again, you have an aversion to that people. Right? I don't want to see. But then if it's like, you know, if it has to be like, you know, it's, it should be, it should, you should not come from a place of emptiness. If you, whether it, you are selling, whether, again, if you are like overtly selling, oh, buy this, buy this, and I'll, I'll, oh, what is this? I don't even want to go at that side, it will go away. From, huh? But then everything, whether it's selling, 
whether it's teaching, whether it's, you know, it should not be preachy, right? Preaching is also selling. Whether we do it to our kids or we, we are going to do it to somebody else, we are, we are overtly selling. Nobody likes that because it's a force, right? It should be like, a, we should be like an ocean is what Krishna says. Because when you don't seek, that will, that which you don't seek will actually come to you. It might be money, it might be whatever, knowledge, whatever it is. It will all come running to you, just like rivers come running to you, to an ocean which is already full. Right? He says, not to Kamakami. He says, if you are always one, oh, I want this money, oh, I want this means, it will run away. That's what, that is the nature of Lakshmi. Lakshmi goes to where Lakshmi is not, you know, is seeked by them. When you run after Lakshmi, Lakshmi runs away. When you don't run after Lakshmi, Lakshmi comes to you. Is that that's the Quranic way of saying that, right? So that is that is what one should be. Right? So that is the exercise. In the next couple of weeks, as the new year is winding down, two lessons that I learned, I said, I shared. You have not shared yet. I did. You did. You shared. He just okay. put it. Okay. So the bigger thing is to sit down. In, during your vacation time and write down everything is taken care of. I don't worry about to worry, worry kids uh, education they will all get into good schools no worries at all. What will I naturally do? That is your varna. And if that turns out to be Shudra varna is the, there's nothing which no, is yeah. one of the four varnas. Yeah. That is what you you are one of the four. Whatever varana that is, it's one of the four. Yes. Naturally, I want to lead. I want to you know. I I want to execute you know things. That that's leadership. That's a kshatra. So that that is your sadhana path. Nothing else that you do will help you in any way spiritually. Yeah, material it might help you, but you will always be dissatisfied in life because you are not doing what is natural to you. Any karma that you do that is not natural to you is not your varna. You are always going to be disappointed and dis, you know, distressed in life. That's it. That's what Krishna says. In Jatka, there's a lagna to find out your varna, oh. which I'm not going to teach. <laughs> that is important. So better. First, sell right. In your Jataka, uh, where the Ragna is, that is the first, from there you count. But right? that is not your Varana. <laughs> uh, that is your Jati, because your, your physical birth is your Lagna. But there is something else which is beyond the scope. <laughs> <laughs> Out of syllabus. Out of syllabus. So, but what you need to do is that. You need to figure out, because I am going to ask the first class that we only come back in January, is going to be figure out what your Varana is. What your varna is, what your varna is, you know, and all of our varnas, what our varnas is. We are one of the four. And all the four become muktas. It's fine. Don't tell me you are not varnika, which means either you are rajasa rajasa or rajasa tamasa. Yes. Which is not really Gita going people. It's <laughs> what I, I hope <laughs> that you are not simply coming here just for the sake of it. Right? But, uh, you, you know, it's a seeking of knowledge, right? So that's a. Uh, okay. Let's finish today. Om Vasudeva Sutam Devam Kamsa Janu Ramartanam 
देवकी परमानंदम कृष्णम वंदे जगत गुरु ओम तत्सत Thank you. I wish you all a happy new year. Ah, happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year.